Hello, I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Misfits Tomorrow. And this is Women Wrestling's Friends Podcast. This is a show all about women who are friends who watch wrestling. And today we're talking SummerSlam with retired wrestler Amy. Hello. Yay, Amy. Hello, Amy. We're so glad you're here. Yes. Um, If you're joining us for the first time, we are now passing you a digital collection plate. And we ask that you either give us five stars on iTunes or $3 on ko-fi.com slash Sarah the Rebel, a.k.a. Or, Kofi. Uh, yes, we call it Kofi here because let Kofi win a Royal Rumble. Let Kofi cowards. Win. Put a belt on Kofi. Put it on him. Put it on his weight. What? Put uh, it on uh, his weight. What? Ow. Uh, so also if you're new here, the way the show normally goes is we do a little bit of a mini interview and then we hop into our main topic. Um, but real quick, I just want to make a note for our returning listeners about the May Young Classic. I attended the May Young Classic. Um, however, we recently found out that they're going to start airing it September 5th and we are recording the day before that. So I have decided we will do no May Young spoilers today. We're not going to talk about May Young early because I know there are plenty of people who want to watch it. And that episode coming up will have spoilers, but that will air after the May Young has aired. So, you know, brace yourself, decide whether or not you want some spoilers, because I'll be talking about the experience of actually watching the show in person and cool, fun things that happened. It's a trip. It is. That was happened. That happened and was happening. Yes. I went to Disney World. Ooh. Unexpectedly. Jealous. Um, yeah. I My friend happened to have a ticket and... It was probably in the 90s, but Florida Ew. weather, Gross. I was just soaking wet the whole time. And luckily I wore one of those um, like dresses that are made out of the fabric that doesn't get soggy. Mm. So I felt fine, but I was, I was indeed a little swampy, just a swamp chick. Mm. Um, and they have an avatar ride that's really dope. So if you do go to mm. Disney World, you should ride their, their avatar ride. It was, a, good it was good whatever enough. that bird was. Do you remember the birds? Yeah. The evil birds? Yeah. You ride one. It's huh. real, real, real dope. Interesting. Uh, Amy. Hi. Hello. We're so happy. Talk a little more to this microphone so they get excited Hello. about your accent. <laughs> um, when did you first fall in love with wrestling? Uh, when I was really little. So I remember watching it at home with my dad and my brother and sister on in Australia. It was on Saturday morning TV. So we used to occasionally get uh, WWE, WWF back then. Uh, every now and then we get WCW and early TNA as well. That Yeah, that's great for the kids, TNA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was back with the go-go girls oh dear oh, God, yes. uh so who would you say is your favorite wrestler and you can do an of all time and current however you want to split this i have like a list for different reasons go. yes uh so favorite of all time for influencing me to actually become a wrestler is sort of all the women who were the bigger women uh china beth mm -hmm. phoenix awesome kong uh current era being natalia um, favorite of all time i kind of tie out between edge and kane mm -hmm. uh edge when he did his um story with Matt Hardy and Lita and became the R rated R superstar and became yeah. an awesome heel. Like mm -hmm. if that hadn't happened, he would have been lost in mid-card history. That's mm -hmm. true. So just absolutely amazed at the way he was able to pick that up, run with it, have so much fun with that. And then Kane, because he's a big red monster. You are our first Kane answer. Yeah. And we've been doing this show for like a year yeah. or so. <laughs> respect, respect. Yes. I love it when there's a different answer. We get a lot of really embarrassed Roman Reigns. Um, so you actually worked as an indie wrestler. When did you, uh, decide that you wanted to start training to be a wrestler yourself? So something I watched on TV as a child and went, I would love to do that one day. Didn't really realize there was any sort of wrestling scene in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, happened to be at like our local shopping center one day with my sister getting some food for lunch and they had a leaflet for a local show. 10 minutes away from there. I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's see what it's like. Mm -hmm. So we went. It was a show, really great show, all full of dudes. I'm like, ah, they mustn't train chicks. So we, <laughs> through a weird series of circumstance, ended up talking to the owner of the Fed who was like, of course I train women. Come and start training. And we went, okay. So we kind of did that. Um, so that was 2006-ish, mm, I think. Oh. Yeah. And then trained for kind of six months, had a lot of fun there. Uh debuted towards the back end of 2006 and wrestled on and off for the next six years. That's crazy. I didn't know you wrestled with your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys like a tag team or did you? No. So we started training in the same place and then split up fairly early on for different reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, but then one of the first all women's feds in Australia invited us both to the same show and we ended up wrestling uh, one match together as singles match and one match as a tag match. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so one thing that about Amy that is very cool that I can't say about very many people that I know, uh -oh. she has an action figure. I do. I should have brought it along. Yeah, I would well, have loved to have seen that. It's dope. 
And people could actually see Amy uh, doing some wrestling in, in an old Loot Crate video. I don't know if it's still around I on the interwebs. I also have wrestling highlight videos still on YouTube. Yeah. If you do Minx, M-I-N-X, wrestling highlights, you'll get some fun stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Go, go do that, friends. Um, so do you have a favorite match of yours that you got to wrestle? Ooh. Or favorite opponent? Favorite match, I think, was probably Savannah Summers down in RCW. Mm-hmm. Uh Kind of biased because her name is also Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it was fun because it was one of the first matches where we just kind of really let loose and had a lot of fun with the crowd. She was the only woman in her fed, so she was obviously the hometown hero. I've 99.9% of the time played heel and I play it really well. Uh, got out there, the top rope only came up to like mid ribcage range. <laughs> and they've got guys who are six foot five bouncing off these ropes. Like I was convinced they were going to topple and they just sort of stopped midway and leaned the rest of the way. I'm like, this is amazing. Got out there. The crowd super, super hated me, which was great fun. Uh, I got called some really, really unpleasant names that I won't say. I know you said I could swear, but oh, there's sure. still yeah. certain words mm-hmm. by four-year-olds. Oh. Which was super impressive. They got a smack in the mouth. Yeah. That's what I threatened to do. <laughs> uh, and then they wanted us to do a top, top rope spot. And neither of us are top rope girls because I'm always the one catching people jumping off the top rope. I'm the bigger girl. Mm-hmm. And Savannah was like, hey, just, you know. So we're mucking around, sort of doing a little bit of training, feeling each other out. We work out that I can sit on the top rope of this ring and hook my ankles under the bottom rope. Mm. <laughs> this is going to be a great spot. So we get out there. I'm like beating her down. I'm bleeding to the crowd. Uh, pick her up, slam her down. And she's like, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm fanning my face. I'm like, oh, I just, I need a breather. And I go and sit on the rope. She gets up and clotheslines me. So I fall back, but my feet are hooked. So I'm hanging inverted U-shape yes. over this top rope, screaming bloody murder. She then gets out, grabs me by the hair, spins me the whole way around, and I front bump into the ring. Jesus. Nice. Then she back chopped me and I nearly cried. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> back chops, man. Oh, they regret. They hurt so much worse than front chops. Yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm really into them, though. That's like, wow. the weird thing. I'm like, I can tell this hurts worse, but I derive more pleasure from this. So I'm more into getting back chopped than front <laughs> chopped, and no one else feels that way. It's I, only me. I always feel when you're doing the front chops, we used to have to do chop training. Mm-hmm. And the guys are very conscious of the fact that you're a woman and you've got boobs. So they hit you in the throat. Like, oh, no. I was about to say, were your guys? Because my nipples say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Quite in the nipple. Well, that was, that was my thing. If you're going to hit me in the throat or the boobs, please aim for the boobs. Right, right. Yes. I, I, can, I can handle the sore nipples. I can't handle not being able to breathe. And, and one person was hitting me right in the collarbone every oh, time. I was gosh. like, you ha- I know it doesn't look like you have a lot of space. <laughs> you have. There's all this meat right a here. A lot more space than just, you think you yeah. do. Just, just take it down a little. Pretend like, the boobs aren't what there. What do you think is up here? <laughs> Like this, there's all. It's all just like here. Yeah, yeah. Chopping the one time right your off. eyes should be there. Yeah, right. please. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. Please look where you're smacking. Um. So, what do you think about the current batch of successful Australian wrestlers? I mean, Billy Kay and Peyton, of course. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Buddy Murphy, Emma. There's there's a ton oh, of Australian. I'm so wrestlers. super proud of them. Uh. So, um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce and I were kind of rookies all at the same time. Oh. So I've worked shows with them. I got to meet them a few times. Same with Dakota Kai from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they've done amazingly well. Um, they were, they've worked so hard to get where they are uh, and they're doing amazing things and they deserve everything they're getting. Um, it's fantastic to see so many Australians finally coming through. You've also got uh, TM61. Um, Tony, I got to work with her. Uh, I got to help train her at Incy Bincy Teeny Weeny Bit uh, and still keep in contact with her as yeah, well. So I'm awesome. super, super proud of her. She's going to go so far. Yeah, she's one of my favorites for sure. Was she wearing tiny hats back then? No. <laughs> she was wearing like super high furry uh, leg warmer things that I threatened to rip off and she's like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I like them a lot. They yeah. cost money. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that ring gear up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun working out ring gear. Okay, so what was your your... Uh, approach to ring gear like what what was your philosophy Ooh, I didn't want everything hanging out okay. so I'm virtually fully covered mm-hmm. so I had a, a halter neck top I had short shorts I had fishnets um, I also had knee and elbow pads because I bruised like a peach I probably shouldn't have been wrestling uh, and then because my day job I'm an accountant which just makes people giggle Right? There yeah, it's, people are giggling yes. Yes. in the yes. studio. Accountant by day, pro wrestler by night. <laughs> Don't think there weren't news articles with that headline. Um, so I made sure I had face paint on and I had curly, curly hair. My hair is usually dead, dead straight. So I had like a different complete persona <laughs> for when I was wrestling versus my day to day. 
That's so funny. I know two other accountant wrestlers. <laughs> yes, introduce me. I Ooh, you guys can be a stable. A stable Ooh, of the accountants. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of worked before. No, what? no, tax season. Uh, are they that kind of accountant? Though? I don't know. I'm, I'm no not idea. that kind of accountant. I don't ask accountants questions. <laughs> what the hell? They're going to say math like, to me. Normally it's like, you're an accountant. Oh, good. Next person, please. Nah. <laughs> Can you help me with my taxes? Yes. No. Awesome. <laughs> I pay someone to do mine. Yes. Uh, me too. As we all should. Yes. I'm not a, yeah. I did mine for a little bit back when I was poor and didn't have anything <laughs> to really like do. And then I said, mm, this is getting complicated. Find a person. Yes. If y'all don't know taxes, don't go to H&R Block, though, if you're oh, a... God, um, no. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll rob you blind. Mm-hmm. That's they say tip. they won't. It's but a they lie. Will. I, last time I went there, I had a person who also didn't speak English, and then it like charged me $500. And what? I was like, um, yeah, don't go there. So uh, we're going to move on to Summer Slam. It's a slam. Summer Slam. In the summer. Summer Slam. Summer, Summer, Summer Slam. Summer, 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 slam. Some, some, the music slam. they oh. picked for this yes. pay-per-view was my jam. I was very excited about it. Uh, I'm really sad people don't get to see the faces you guys were pulling as you were doing those sound effects. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> they used to. We should yeah. probably do like a video again one day or a live stream. It, it's on the cards, guys. We just yeah. got a lot going on. Um, we enjoy doing the sound effects. We do. We do. I can tell. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think all of us missed the kickoff show. <laughs> I had to go back and rewind because I, I was like, oh, there's a, there's a, I saw, I caught, what was the last one? I caught the, the raw uh, tag and then I was like, oh, okay, that was probably it, right? Nope. Two whole, two whole other matches all up in there. My problem with the kickoff show is that they don't just put some matches and then, or like talking and then just matches and go straight into it. They, they do talking matches, talking matches. Yeah. And it makes it harder for me. Like, I don't want seven hours of wrestling right now. I don't. So when I want to go back and find a match, I've just had to give up on the kickoff shows generally. It's talking matches and then like, like really long, like eight minute long video packages, which they will also play during the actual broadcast. So I'm like, guys, come on. Give us some different content. At least one of the matches was shorter than its video package Mm -hmm. on SummerSlam. I think two of them were actually. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, three. Several. Several. (laughs) More than two. Um, So the first match that I saw uh, was Seth versus Dolph, and both of them had their men in their corner, Mm -hmm. Seth with Dean and Dolph with Drew. Now, I I got a confession to make. I I haven't been keeping up super well with Raw or SmackDown. I think I mentioned it a few times. Like Indie wrestling has kind of absorbed my life. Um, So I'm mostly watching the pay-per-views, and I've been seeing people talking about Drew McIntyre for a while, and I haven't been on the Drew train. You know, I've, I've seen some pictures and mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like, whatever. He just looks like a dude. Um, seeing him moving around mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. with that leather jacket and that chain hooked on his <laughs> bicep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a Drew, I'm a Drew fan now. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, yeah. Yes, welcome to the club. I am in that club. He did well to go away and roid up and start looking more like Triple H, which was yes. what he was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then come back and still be awesome. Yeah. Just beefy, just really? like yeah. incredibly beefy. Very beefy. Very impressive. Look like he gonna hurt me. Um, <laughs> yeah, back chops. Back chops for me, please. Uh, I love the Rick Rude style. Uh, Dolph having the championship yep. belt on his tights. That was so good. Oh, that, that's my favorite thing ever. And if I ever wrestle, I'm stealing it. This is the pay-per-view of, uh, of, of gear homages. There yes. was like at least three, probably more than that, if I really thought about it. I called um I called Seth uh uh what's, what did I call him? Oh, I saw him Wolverine. And someone's like, it's Thanos. I'm like, so an alternate reality where Wolverine got the infinity gauntlets because Seth will never not look like a like a version of Wolverine. What? I'm trying to remember what Tyler said and, and yeah. edit it because it was mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like if a very fancy dandy man was like, Here's my take on Thanos, and then someone else was like, put it on a wrestler. Wait, why? <laughs> He's got a C-3PO leg. Uh, it was a no for me, dog. I think leave it to Cedric Alexander, Seth. Stick to your oh, vaguely night. that was things. the other one. He looked like Black Lightning to me. It was that like blue, like the way the yellow was blocked. The yellow and black was blocked on his blue. He's done quite a quite a few. Cedric is, is good stuff. He's doing it. He's he, doing it doing it well. If we're going to go back, I, I still think that Cedric has the most devastating looking finisher of anybody working right now. Like people who sell that lumbar check make it look like the worst thing that you could possibly ever feel in your life. Like Brian Kendrick who goes flying. Right. Like he's, he just flops around like a fish out of water. <laughs> it's great. 
It's a great finisher to me. Sorry. Yeah. Digression. It, it was a good digression though, because we need to talk about Cedric more. Yes, um, but, but yeah, so, so Seth looking crazy. I was just like, why is he wearing a knight's tunic and a C-3PO leg? And then it was explained to me that it was Thanos. And mm. I was like, where are the stones? And then I had to search for the They're stones. They're in his pants. Oh. Well, I'll never find them. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can search Google and look at some pictures. And say, no, 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 not for me. Um, I enjoyed very random things in this match, mm -hmm. and I will say a few of them, and then we can talk about the match overall. Okay. I've never seen a ref not able to get those gloves on in a timely <laughs> manner before. <laughs> He was, uh, he was, uh, I was like, I know this fool didn't put enough lotion on his hands because you could just see that the gloves were saying no and mm -hmm. he was saying please. He had to keep backing out of the way mm -hmm. of the camera. It was, I was just really embarrassed. It, it was a good like him. 45 second <laughs> glove struggle. To try to put a second glove on. Um, I also wrote down the term blood brows um, because Seth uh, got opened up and had blood on one brow, but because he was like sideways, by the time he stood up, both brows were bleeding. <laughs> and I was very confused. Uh, your thoughts on the match, guys? I enjoyed it. Um, I was slightly more distracted by Dean Ambrose beefing up. Sure, <laughs> Because sure. I, again, I haven't been keeping up on Raw and SmackDown as much as I should. So right. I was sort of taking in that kind of interesting thing. Um, I'm In my head, I'm confused as to what they're going to call him now. He has no lunatic fringe, but <laughs> topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that everybody that whose hair we've complained about has gone away and yes. come back with, with better hair. It's like Vince is listening to us. I wonder if Baron Corbin looks in the mirror and is like, why didn't I do this oh, like Corbin. two years yeah. ago? Oh, we're going to talk about that oh, later. Yeah. But I appreciate, okay, so I appreciate not only did uh, Dean get rid of that awful hair, but now that he's so jacked, he's like, um, I used to wear tank tops already, but now I'm just, I'm going to like completely cut the sides off of everything that I wear because you need to see these, these bulging That's neck sides. That's generally what happens is they start beefing up. Yeah. 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 So I just appreciate that because he was always wearing the tanks or whatever. And, and. It feels like his pants are tighter than they were before. Yes, they were because he was bulging. Um, so I was like, <laughs> it might not be that they're tighter. Now they're a different material. Now mm. I'm looking for stones. I didn't want to look at those stones. Please, <laughs> trust me. I was just like, oh, wait, those are actual like wrestling tights, tights yeah. that are maybe done to look more like jeans, whereas mm. before he was wearing what like, was like maybe stretchy jeans. jeans. Yeah. Right, so his jank was like in my face when he paused. I was like, oh, oh, oh those are different pants. Um, <laughs> Why were you pausing on his junk? Well, I Why my not? eyes were caught in a vortex. Vortex <laughs> of Dean junk because I've never seen it before. It's mm. not something I was prepared mentally sure, to sure. see. Surprise. Sure. And you see it all the time from other people. So you take it for granted. You don't really look, right? But right. like he's never had it. So my eyes were immediately like, blah, blah, blah. oh, different fabric. We're going to talk more about fabrics throughout this show, by the yeah, way. We, we have a lot of gear thoughts. <laughs> and we haven't even talked about this. I just know that we do, yeah. being as the people we are. Yes. Um, so, so Seth, man, Seth is now he, the Intercontinental Chimp Champ. He falls ugly. Yes. <laughs> the three times they went, they went. I think it was three. They go out of the ring. He just yeah. he hits in an interesting way and falls in that point where you're like, I know you're going to hurt yourself one yeah. day, mm -hmm. and I know it's going to be spectacular. But mm -hmm. you also have so many bits reconstructed already. Just, just a little just bit of care. Yeah, just yeah. Fall properly, dude. It's, it's kind of like it's different, but similar to when Sasha goes flying. But like Sasha puts so much welly into everything, and she's so like slight that I just feel like she ragdoll physics it. Yeah, like not on purpose, and that's why I always like. I'm like, it's spectacular, but please don't do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like moments of this match, but the show was so long that I. I know. I like. OK, so I liked the sort of weird pacing showdown between yes. uh, Dean and, and um, Mac. So like that kind of like circling, like weird, like we're just going to stand by people and like, like stare. Yeah, at they them. kept coming around and just getting each other's face with no action. Just like, yeah, don't forget I'm here. And yeah. then went back to their corner. At one un point, un I sorry. At one point, I was like, "Kiss him, kiss." Because they I were think like, everyone was like that at one yeah. point. Because they were like so close. And but Dean gets like that, like all up in people's face. I'm just like, just kiss him. You know, just you go do ahead. It. Just, just I'm, I'm waiting for the day someone does that just to see how he reacts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even if it's just on the tip of the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Mm -hmm. But that that part kind of made me as a manager where I'm like, motivation, right? Mm -hmm. So I can. So, after the first time, I think they did an okay job of giving each of them a motivation to come to each other, but they never had a motivation to walk away, which was the weird part for me. I, that's such a nitpicky thing, but it was like, I've come over here. Okay, I'm going to go all the way back right. around the ring to my corner now. 
Um, and I guess they probably did it so we wouldn't expect when the the actual interference was going to happen. Right. But you also can't have two managers standing there for that long together not having anything happen. Mm-hmm. Like right. That's when it gets awkward as well. So it's sort of like, I'm in your face, I'm in your face. I have to walk away or this is going to get yeah. weird. Right. But for me, generally, I like there to be a reason they had to get away. Like something's happening in the ring. I got to I gotta run back right, and pay right, attention. Right. Or, or somebody comes and is like, hey, man, come on. Come on, don't interfere. My, like rather than just, oh, yeah, tough guy. Okay, goodbye, tough guy. Well, it kind of they kind of did it where it's like they would only do that when they were both out of the, where they were out of the ring. So whenever except know, the first time, except for the first time. So whenever they went back, then they would kind of like go back. But I think something and something s- happened in the ring the first time that no, no, they just remember. came around. Seth paused where he was, grinned down at Dean, like I'm so happy to see my friend. <laughs> We're together again. Like, it's so great. I I like that Seth is is always choosing to have a big happy grin when he looks at Dean. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cute choice. Yes, yes. him. Yes, yes. Just oh, be in love, everybody. Just, yeah. Um. So there, there was a. I don't mean to pick on the Bella Twins, <laughs> but they had a promo, and God give them a teleprompter is my first thing. But second of all, Nikki said there's so much chance of history. Yeah. And I want that on a shirt because <laughs> I feel like you could apply that sentence to almost any situation. There's so much chance of history. That's true. That's true. In any situation, it that phrase has got you. But the, yeah, they just, they rubbed me the wrong way in their promos. They sounded like bitches to each other and oh. the audience. Yeah. Okay. That's so that's the MO these days. Yeah. It's a weird thing where it's almost like they, I don't think they're going to do it. It would be interesting if they ever did, but they are never going to do it where if they have them feuding against each other, Brie is very clearly the face of the two, even though she was kind of supposedly sounding slightly bitchy in their exchange as well. But Nikki, like, yeah, Nikki's always the heel. If you're going to, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to uh, uh, cast this, it's that's the way right. it's going to be. It's just weird to me because I didn't watch when they were wrestling. Mm. So I came in more for them on their shows. And then the way they've been positioned uh, as non-wrestlers, mostly, is as faces as people I'm supposed to cheer for. So I was like, why are they like mean girl bitchy? Like from like, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. It's It's like, y'all don't even like each other, but I'm supposed to like you. It's how they started out. I will say that I was watching a little bit when they were, when they started Mm -hmm. out and their gimmick initially was, you all thought it was just one wrestler. Everybody thought it was just one wrestler. So she'd dive under the ring and then the other one would come out and win. Like the one would get beat up. That was great fun. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was ridiculously well done. So they, yeah, um, I think it was Brie would be the one starting the match and she would basically get her ass handed to her and, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted and roll under the ring and then Nikki would come out, but they were, it was before she beefed up as well. Mm-hmm. So they looked more identical than they do now. Mm-hmm. So she would come out, kick ass, win the match and they went and went and went and went and then they had a, uh, I think it was against Victoria and she had someone managing in her corner. I can't remember who. I want to say it was, it wasn't Mickey. No, no, because no, they, they did the um the Piggy James gimmick on her after they came out as two um, different people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, it was after the match or something or just for the finish that she rolled under and one grabbed the legs and one grabbed the arms and pulled them out from the corner of underneath the apron. And that's how they revealed there was two of them. And it's like, oh, my gosh, there's two of them. This sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch that yeah, no, because that's good. the kind of wrestling I want to see. <laughs> Give me some wacky stories. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've worked hard. They're, they're never going to be like, the best wrestlers ever. Right. And I think they both acknowledge that they've gotten to their point where they're comfortable with what they're doing. They've reached sort of the epitome of what they wanted to achieve and they're getting on in life. Like they've got yeah. other priorities now, but from when they first started to where they got to their wrestling seriously improved. Yes. Oh, for sure. I have seen that. I think my biggest thing, particularly with Nikki more than Brie is that they never, and this is more of a, a WWE thing, more than a personal thing. They never let Nikki do the things that she should be doing to look like a, a better wrestler uh-huh. where I feel like I mean, the flying stuff is not really her forte. She should have turned into like a submission expert or something like a little bit more grounded. Um, Cause like she yeah. can, she can put people in decent holds and things like that. So it was just kind of like, eh, but that's not what they were doing. So it would have been nice if they let her kind of find a style that was more unique to herself. Right. Like if you have an ugly drop kick, don't do drop kicks. You know, there's other ways to get that person down. Mm-hmm. Uh, another quote from the show. I am aghast at what you're wearing right now. <laughs> Corey, excellent use of a gas. Yes. Solid, solid. I, I do appreciate that Corey and Byron looked like the devil and angel on Tom's shoulder. Also, that was pretty I solid. like that Corey is starting to match 
Byron in hideous suits, mm -hmm. just uncommented on that they just slowly started doing that. And it's They're like, just trying to out ugly each other. It's terrible and wonderful at the same time. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus The New Day. You know, as they walked out, I thought, dang, Luke Harper looks legit as fuck. He looks so cool. He's like a creepy, tall, skeletal monster mm -hmm. out of a Netflix series. And there's Rowan. <laughs> He's got his little sheep mask with some horns. What's that? All right, cool. I'm excited to see them hit people with ballots. So <laughs> um, New Day, did you guys get what their gear was? No, I had no idea. I just thought it was really pretty. I did you get it? I knew it was something. I just was very tired because I was drinking wine all weekend with friends, so I couldn't. My <laughs> the brain best was way not, to watch wrestling. Yeah. I didn't get it. I was looking at them and I was like, they normally have a theme, and I don't get what their theme is this time. I knew it was something, and so we went on Instagram because we follow the people who make their gear, and we discovered it was Sonic. Uh, so they were Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic. Of course. Yeah. It, course. No, it's no, of course. It was probably their most difficult. No, theme. it was difficult, <laughs> but like, like it makes sense now that I know it was because they, those, that's some deep cut nerdery that I expect from those. You had to have like seen yahoos. the rings and then been like, oh, those are tails on the other mm. one. Um, but so that was a theme for anyone who didn't get it. And the other thing I love about the New Day is that they choose their fighters. Like when you're doing an RPG battle and you're about to go against a boss, you're like, okay, this is a water boss. I'm going to get my fire guy. <laughs> like they're always like, okay, what do we need for this battle? We're going to need our tank over here. Yes. Now, do we want our magician bard or do we want our rogue warrior? <laughs> you, you go with magician bard. <laughs> and they did. Always. They went with their magician well, cause, bard. Well, because the, the magician bard is uh, is technically um, was a dwarf. So he's really buff, right? So if you talk about body type, if we're going to D and D all these fools, oh, he's a dwarf. He is. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. And, at all. and that makes Kofi an elf. Um, I like that. Yeah. One mm -hmm. of my other favorite statements made was during this match. I think it was Corey said Harper looks like he might have his, had his bell rung or it might, it might not have been Corey. It might've been the other one whose name I can never remember because he talked Iron. about deep throating some girl. And then I just lost interest in him. Uh, anyway. Um, oh, Tom, Tom, that's yeah. his name, Tom. <laughs> I was like, Byron um, would never say something no, like I that. I know Byron's name I know, because I, I love Byron. Yes, He's yeah. a treasure to me. Yeah, that's I, because, but that's just to let you know that I forgot about Tom as well. Yeah. I He's, never remember Tom anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> whoever it is says, well, Harper might've had his bell rung. And then a few seconds later goes, but, he always kind of looks like that. <laughs> and it's true. And now I can't not notice it. Um, so overall, this match to me was fine until they started getting outside the ring. And I feel like everything outside the ring looked like half garbage. What did you guys feel about this match? Mm, yeah, I would kind of agree with that. I feel like there was a lot of like, we want to do a bunch of good spots. But also there's, I don't know if it was like spacing or I don't know if it's like, it's just a weird thing where things were like, off, off. Yes. by like by like a cut like three inches here or six inches there and they're normally new day is normally really good about doing these kinds of matches mm -hmm. and i don't and i know harper is good and rowan is good so i i don't know what the disconnect here was today but they were definitely all off like moves were kind of missing people weren't quite where they were supposed to be there were knees all over the place. So I think there was a little bit of mistiming too, because you've got Biggie who can pick up and throw those two guys around who are not used to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you suddenly have someone who's not used to being picked up and thrown, getting picked up and thrown more than like once a match or taking one or two bumps, they tend to get in their own head a yeah. little bit and that will throw their timing ever so slightly. That's been something I've noticed and experienced. Definitely. And then my only other quibble with this match, because I generally like New Day matches, um, was the mallets. And it was a problem I had with the mallets when they first came out with them is if you have a weapon, you have to use it, right? right. That's kind of like the thing. And, but while they have these mallets, here's Big E laying down, you know, head, head right open to taking a mallet, smashing down and, and hitting him in the head with it. And instead we see the very careful grab it, hit him in the stomach the safe way. Um, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I'm not saying that. But I am saying like that's why it's weird to me to to bring weapons into it because if you're like, oh, I can't hit you with these in any sort of believable way, then right. it's always going to be a suspension of disbelief when that part happens because you're like, hit him with them. Oh, okay, thank you for protecting him. I'm totally taken out of this scary moment and I'm not worried for them at all. I mean, that's part of it, but also I kind of feel like they're dressing up like weird cult members with animal faces and okay, like I'm, it's fine. Like it's it's fine. 
I, you know, it, it, there's a, there's a level of, I, I'm trying to think about when I was a kid and if I was watching this when I was like eight, would I, would I even notice? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would notice. Yeah. Having him smash in the head is probably slightly too traumatizing. Well, yeah, you definitely couldn't do yeah. it, which is why I wouldn't recommend bringing out a mallet or a hammer or like, you know, yeah. when they had the kendo sticks and they were like, let's keep hitting Roman Reigns in the vest where it doesn't hurt him at all. Like, yeah, but at least they could hit him with the kendo stick, right? You can hit somebody with that. Have you right. taken a kendo stick shot yet? God, no, and I never will, <laughs> ever. Your girl ain't dumb. Oh. I got out of there. No, no, thank you. <laughs> like that's, that's. I haven't even had to take a chair shot yet. Oh, um, not fun either. That mm. one's probably coming my way though. Yeah. Uh, but the mallets to me are just like, a, it would be like if somebody brought a dagger to the to the mallet, like always had a dagger. One of them swung and then it hurt. The, the hand he was using to hold the stick end of the mallet, it hurt his hand. He was yeah. like shaking his hand afterwards. I'm like, did yeah. that backfire? Like, what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe. Do they, uh, is the mallet shorter than it used to be? I thought they used to have really long handles. I did they, not notice, but they did always have long handles. Okay. I'm, I, I feel like they were, the, the handles were longer before, but maybe not. I just don't recall uh, past a certain point, I guess, because I haven't watched it in a while. Because they were just doing squash matches and they bore me after a minute. Right. But, even when my friends are in them. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. I just, I don't, uh, I, I, I do, I do see your point of like, if you're going to bring something, you have to use it. And, and I think that if we can get a match where like Paige says, you know, you can't have your mallets out here next time, which is probably what's going to happen. Um, probably not. Hell in the, is that, what? Sell the cell the next, next pay-per-view, I believe. Okay. If they can't have mallets for that, that defeats the purpose. No, they'll <laughs> definitely have it for there. If they have a, if they have one more after that, then that's probably what's going to end up happening. Because if, because it seems like the story they're building is that the, only the New Day through the power of Big E's giant takeness can, you know, beat these monsters, that kind of thing. They, they had a and, resort and to pancakes. cheating. And pancakes. The power, the power of positivity of and pancakes. New Day actually won this match, although you wouldn't guess that from looking at no. <laughs> what happened to everybody. <laughs> Carnage. Uh, via disqualification. Um, next, there was Jon Stewart and his son making the same face. It was adorable. Like, it really was a mini-me. It was quite impressive. Yes. Um, we had Braun versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank contract, which is kind of a weird thing. This is the first of three matches, I think it was, that were shorter than their package? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corey said that Braun's haircut was a Matt Hardy mower of lawns haircut. What does that even mean? It's a reference well, to something none of us have seen. We're going to have to go look at that okay, because that bad. sounds like that sounds uh, amazing. Our thing, yes. <laughs> uh, our bad because we hadn't seen that. Uh, also, probably late on the boat on this, but why get these hands? Okay, so he can't say because <laughs> he accidentally <laughs> said "get these hands" instead of "catch these hands" like three months ago. He was on a roll. He's like, I actually saw a thing where he's talking about it. And he's like, I don't even, I didn't even remember what I said until he, I went back like after and was watching it back, and everybody really liked the "get these hands" and "get these hands," so that became a thing. But it's supposed to be "catch these hands." But that's okay. That's that, I guess that makes slightly more sense. Yes. And so basically he was, I can't remember the exact phrase, but it actually worked with what he was get saying. Get these hands. Yeah. And I don't care if you get a, a rematch or whatever, but you can't get these hands. Or what, you know. it, it made sense. Like okay. we, It did. And catch these hands is something that Tamara and I say a lot. All the time. Way before him. So him saying get these hands has been very hard for me because so I always gimmick say. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, catch well, these hands. Well, yeah. always. Braun steals all my shit. I know. But that, his girlfriend he obviously stole all of your height. Yeah, all of my height too. Yeah. That's why I'm so small. Mm -hmm. um, his girlfriend wore a shirt that said, I get these hands. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. Yes, that is the best shirt. That is I've, spectacular. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Um, Hashtag back chops. That's the back chops. Back chops. Uh, I was excited for this match initially because I think everyone felt that Kevin Owens would do more interesting things with the Money in the Bank contract. And so they were like, ha ha, fuck your dreams and hopes. And they squashed <laughs> KO like a bug. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, KO sells those running uh, uh, like tackles so good. The one, uh, the first one he did at the outside where he bumped into the uh, railing mm -hmm. and then out. Like yes. he went three directions with yeah. that bump. Like, That's impressive. What? Right? He succumbed to the meat castle, as Corey said. I, uh, I believe it was Corey. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Corey maybe has some feelings that he should address. Listen, um, we all succumb to the meat castle once I mean, in a while. Every, you know, 
And this was the point where, uh, so my husband and I were sitting there watching it when Strowman won and we're like, so he's cashing in at the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure 99.9% of people watching got. And we're like, yeah, that's going to yeah, be fine. That's fine. Um, so then we had a triple threat for the women's SmackDown title. I was really happy there was a package for this because, well, you know, I haven't been watching and I was like, wait, why are you fighting? Uh, So it was Becky, Charlotte, Carmella. Um, I actually had a legitimate legitimate pop for Charlotte's pink gear. I was like, oh, come through, quaint. Mm -hmm. Um, I love her gear normally, but the pink was just like, chef kiss. Now, before we talk about this match, I want to say that there had been a tweet. I think Bailey had posted a video with the four horsewomen. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, it was her, it was Charlotte, it was Sasha, and Becky were all kind of close and talking. It was a cute little video. And Shayna Baszler tweeted, how, yeah, yeah, whatever, but how long until your next feud? Uh, I really enjoyed that because, <laughs> well, not very long, right. Shayna, yeah. as you might have guessed. Yeah, I tweeted, I was like, oh, I think, or maybe I didn't tweet it, I can't remember, but I was like, oh, so this is why the Bailey Sasha feud ended so rapidly. It was so you could do the exact same storyline with mm. Becky and Charlotte. It's because getting short tired. memory. Yeah. I mean, I'm not excited for this. And uh, then especially with what happened um, on the show afterwards, it I feel like them trying to turn Becky heel isn't going to go the way they not, want it to no, go. No. Um, they don't quite know what to do to make her anything other than what she is. Right. Mm-hmm. But they don't need to. No. Just like Naomi was great as a champion for a bit because she was a great babyface champion. Becky can also be a great babyface champion. Her her run doesn't have to be that long, but give her, you know, another run. Yeah. But they're at the point where they won't trust her with the title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's unfortunate. And I also think, well, it's also partly because they only have one set of storylines that they use on both shows at the same time. Yeah. So maybe if they had better writers or knew how to approach this, because it's this, it's, this is the same problem that we had with, um, the riot squad, the riot squad. And you know, we have two of that going on. This is why, um, why Nia Jax got heel turned for no reason before Rhonda's thing. They just don't, they don't know how to just be like, Hey, we are two strong competitors. We're both faces, but may the best, person win we're just gonna go out there and compete like everything has has to have a heel turn at the end like you can't you can't just and i get it from a general point but when you have so few women you have to do different stuff you can't do the same thing with every like you're doing the same thing on two shows it's repetitive it's like they, they don't understand that they can write the women just like the men like the women don't always have to cry and, and yeah. have all these emotions. The women don't always have to turn on each other. Like, yeah. And the indie scene does it a lot where you'll have just two warriors who respect each other and have a match. And sure, I can get why WWE doesn't want a bunch of their women in those storylines. Right. But you can put two women in that storyline. Yeah, and you've it'll got be, enough strong competitors right. there now. Mm-hmm. It would make perfect sense. It, it, would, it would make sense. People have seen enough indie stuff in general that they'd get this idea. They've seen it from the guys. If you want to talk about a women's evolution... Do do it yeah. evolve. So interestingly enough, they let them do that in the May Young Classic last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of after a lot of the matches, there was a hug, there was a you know maybe a little genuine emotion there, but mm-hmm. it was a walk away. Yeah, yep. and I know it's different because it's a bracket style competition, but let them do it there. Let them right. do it on the mains. It would absolutely and, work. And like they did this with uh, Shinsuke and AJ, where it was uh, what, about six weeks of them just Not straight. Shots. Well, it was, it was, they were like normal, they were like normally, oh, you know, and then it, and then it devolved then it into devolved that, into shot. that yeah. shots. Um, so you can just slow roll them for a month before one of them turns. And also let's be real. Charlotte is a much better heel. She's a great heel. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just let Charlotte be the heel? And she's not, I also don't think she's a heel in a way that would alienate the kind of girls who are drawn to her anyway. Right. Yeah. Because you would be like, yep, I am the best. Like, that's yes. what her healness is based on. It's yeah. based on, I am the greatest. I am that bitch. That right. That is her heel thing. And everybody, I don't know a single person that doesn't respect a girl who's like, I'm that bitch. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you are. Except losers. But yeah. Well. yeah. But again, like she, she's living Ric Flair. Yeah. Right. He was like, I'm the bitch. Come right. at me. Yeah. I'm the best. Yeah. Right. 100%. Why is it different? Because she's a chick. I don't know. <laughs> and it drives can me crazy. We just hire like two writers to just write the women's things on both shows so that they're not, you're not writing. That's not the same dudes who are writing everything else who like take five seconds uh, after they do a line of Coke to write their (laughs) things. And then don't remember that they wrote the exact same thing on both. Listen, Vince, I know you're listening. (laughs) 
Yes. Tomorrow and I are writers for hire. We will do this for you. We will. Give us a month. I got an aunt in Connecticut we can stay with. We can make this work. Um, A line that made me laugh this time in commentary was double headbutt because (laughs) I feel like every headbutt (laughs) is a double headbutt. (laughs) Uh, So what happened to the match is that Becky was pitting Carmella. It's her moment. And then Charlotte, you know, came through with that natural selection and pinned Becky. Um, So that was kind of, I guess, why they... Again, this is confusing because anyone would be on Becky's side after that. Like, oh, your friend came through instead of letting you have your moment to mm-hmm. pin. She came through while you weren't paying attention. And sneaky sneak mm-hmm. got you. So, again, why are we pretending that Becky is the heel of this situation? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, also, uh, damn it, I have to respect Carmella for her gear again. Damn it. She looked like a Bobby doll. She did. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I, I hate that about Carmella. I hate that Carmella makes me like all of her stupid <laughs> gear. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. It's so beautiful. The worst. Um, how dare you? <laughs> how dare. Uh, so I think this win means Charlotte ties Trisha's pay-per-view record. I think. Yeah. She's I think they seven? said something about it. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd was chanting for Becky as she beat Charlotte up. So again, not a great and saying you deserve it, Chance. You deserve it to the heel. WWE, why? You've lost your mind. Yep, yep. And they tried to fix it with Becky cutting like a more healy promo on the next show. Nope, uh, it didn't, it's, I interpreted the uh, you deserve it as much as I know they were throwing it towards Becky as to Charlotte for getting her ass kicked. Like, right. ha, sucked in. You deserved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Multi-layered. A multi-layered yes. chant. Yes. Everyone deserves everything. Yes. Ref, you deserve this shit too. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts on that before we move on? Um, I'm glad they gave them a proper amount of time and they didn't just do like a three-minute match or, you know, like they actually, I think all the matches are actually a decent length. Um, the ones that were kind of squashes were surprising, but I'm okay with them because, the you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. Right. With, they picked the right ones, I think, yes. for yeah. the most part to do that. I would agree. Um, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. I am so mad this is not further up the card. Right? It was strange. Yeah. Um, the direction they're going was so funny to me. Um, the For anyone not watching, um, Samoa Joe basically says that AJ Styles doesn't care enough about his family. You know the, the people who are tattooed on his ribs very clearly for yeah. all of us to see? It's his children. He doesn't care about those <laughs> no, hoes. No. I just put the names on here so I don't forget them I when I go home. Oh, I got to look in the mirror. Little, uh, uh, Jimothy. Jimothy, yeah, yeah. Jimothy, get over here. Um, I oh, Also, I love the purple gear. Wasn't yes. sure if it was a Undertaker. I believe it was. I believe it was a Taker homage. I'm, purple's my favorite color. Yeah. I'm wearing it yeah. right yes. now, so already biased. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just everybody had really good gear. Yes, it yeah. was a good gear night. Seth 50-50. But everybody uh, except had for Seth, you saw his underwear. Oh. So I don't know whether you guys do this here. When we go and watch indie shows back in Australia, uh, when people are sort of getting, like rookies getting out doing their first couple of matches, their gear's probably not maybe as good as it should be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we always do like an underwear count, like spotted jaws, spotted jaws, spotted mm-hmm, jaws. Mm-hmm. You know, an eight match card and I saw 15 pairs of underwear. Nice. Doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, good, Great. good. Yeah. I never want to see your underwear. <laughs> um, I love that power slam into a cover that oh, Samoa yeah, Joe did. That looks beautiful. Really yeah. Um, I also his power slam. Randy yeah. Orton needs to take notes. Yes. Like that speed, that movement, that you yeah. just, it, it's just, mwah. yeah. Yes. Randy Orton has, I, I could give him a whole notebook full of notes. Uh, yes. Also, cut your head off and give me your body. <laughs> um, I really liked paperback when Samoa Joe did his dive and it was so fast. And I literally oh. thought to myself, I couldn't have been in this match with him because I would have moved. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I would have no. been like, can't instinct. Like, yeah. this is too much meat coming at me too quick. <laughs> I can't. That's what she said. <laughs> and then the announcer's like, our table moved when he hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, you yeah. don't have to oversell this. We see. Mm-hmm. We see what just happened. Yeah, it was. So I'm, I'm glad that Joe got to have like that shit kind of showcase. Cause I don't think he's been able to be in any matches like that. So did you guys see uh, when they were, the three of them with Christopher Daniels were in TNA doing their triple threat matches like 2005 ish. Yeah. Nope. nope. Didn't see this those. is the epitome of what these guys can do. And you need to go back and watch them because nice, they nice. are fucking amazing. I will check them out. Yes. Um, do that at home as well. Best quote of the whole night. Mm. I'll be your new daddy. Uh, it yeah. was so blatant. Who's your puppy? Yeah. So blatantly, like I am doing this to get all this heat, and yet, mm-hmm. how can you help but react? The person behind his wife, this man, immediately <laughs> in view, clutched his pearls <laughs> when it was said, and yep. it just, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Yeah. Uh, You couldn't help but react to that. And then how, what a Southern wife when he started hitting him with the chair and you could just see her mouth. No, stop, stop. You, you cut that out. (laughs) Ajimothy. No, that's not how we do things in this Christian household. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Honey. I'm sorry. Honey. I'm. Uh, we'll go get some uh, grape soda and we'll sit on our lawn and, and a fresco. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> apologize. I apologize. Uh, I just. I really enjoyed that and AJ um, hitting Joe with that chair yeah. and getting himself disqualified. I feel like that made sense. I was also really confused because with AJ with blood all over him looked a lot like Johnny Mundo. And so I don't know why, but my brain got really, go back and watch. My brain got really confused for a a few seconds because I looked away because we were actually at a show. Um, I looked away and I looked back and I'm just like, what is Johnny? No. How did he get there? He wasn't there a second ago. What are we watching? Um, That's just a strange fact about AJ that we all know now. I like how that daughter was like, daddy, you're bleeding. He's Um, like, oh no, I'm so sorry. He picked her up and she was like, no, no, I'm not having any of this. Put me back. Nope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a couple other notes on that. I love yes. that the at the beginning the crowd were chanting TNA. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, and then I can't even read my own handwriting. Isn't that terrible? Oh, the the way they told their story for the, for the match. It was one of the ones that had this beautiful slow build up of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what they were trying to do with AJ and Shinsuke. Yes. And they wouldn't let them go to their full potential. And mm-hmm. they haven't done that here, but I feel like they let them go slightly further. And if they continue this feud, which we're all hoping they do and carry it through to like Rumble, mm-hmm. I have theories. They're going to carry it through to Rumble. It'll change titles there and AJ will win it back at Mania. Mm. That's my theory. That makes sense. I like that theory. Somebody yeah. write it down so we can... Market. Yes. Market. Um, I, I agree with you completely. I love how it just ramped and ramped and ramped and ramped. Um, and it didn't start too slow either, mm-hmm. uh, which is another problem they sometimes have when you know they're going to ramp up and you see them starting off slow. Samoa, yeah. don't, he don't need to go slow. Samoa doesn't have slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He moves like a man. <laughs> his shape shouldn't be able to move. I mm-hmm. freaking love it. Very impressive. so terrifying. Um, <laughs> no. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I was wait, wait, watching wait. this. You're oh, skipping sorry, over skip Elias. Oh, I did. Elias broke his guitar. Sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah, this was okay. so good. <laughs> My, I, I'm I, I when he was just first like wandering around backstage just playing the guitar for no reason. I was like, I like this that he's not talking and he's just playing the. I don't. I just really liked it. And then he started talking. and I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, and then go I was back like, to not talking. Yeah, go back to not talking. And, and then he turned back, back to around. not singing. Yeah, well, but I like I like the the constant interruptions of him playing. I just feel like that's a great running gag. Um, so shout out to that broken ass guitar. Yes, mm-hmm. I was just. I spent the whole time frowning at my TV. What am I? What? what why is he? What? I don't. I, I'm not going to buy your record. All right. <laughs> um, Tao Bryan versus The Miz. Watching Daniel Bryan hit The Miz, my first thought was, does The Miz owe Daniel Bryan money? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> okay, so I saw one of the earlier non WWE matches from Di- Daniel Bryan. Uh, a while ago because I just was kind of you know how you you know you're on YouTube and a bunch of stuff right. starts playing so one of his things came on and I was like this was like him being a heel in like in the indie circuit and I was like oh he's a lot more vicious than I I thought he was and so I, getting to see some of that here was really nice yeah um yeah I, it was a good match like, yeah so he came out and wrestled in Australia while we were all out there watching um, and the match was vicious as hell mm-hmm. uh, and was just one of my absolute favorites for a whole bunch of different reasons. And then we were fortunate enough to go to WrestleMania 28, John Cena vs. The Rock one, and mm-hmm. we got to meet Daniel Bryan. And we're like, so we were in the crowd for this show. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And he did the gimmick of the guy that he wrestled. Yeah. And it was just like we just cracked up laughing. And nice. security's trying to move us on. And he's like, no, no, they're cool. Oh, oh nice. But yeah, it was yeah. just that he remembered that. And that, yeah. I mean, the, the gimmick thing that he did that this guy does is kind of memorable. So it was just really fun. And like, yeah. oh, this is sweet. That's, but yeah, he's vicious as hell. Um, you can tell because before the match ended, the Miz's chest mm, looked like. It was pretty. Yeah. And the, the announcers were even like, oh, his. Looking like raw, meat, like saying, raw hamburger. hamburger yeah, yeah. Or hamburger meat. Something um, like the, so I was trained, I did, did a seminar with Nicole Matthews. Um, and she was in the Mae Young Classic. And she referred a lot to, was, what was his old name? Daniel Bryanson, Bri- Brian Danielson. Brian, Brian Danielson. There we go. Yeah. Uh, she always called him Danielson every time. And we all had to mentally make that like, oh, Brian Danielson. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know the indie scene. Um, but a lot of the stuff that she taught us came from things that he did. And they were all very vicious and mm-hmm. hard hitting. So when I was watching, I was like, I 
I get that this is his style, but also damn. Mm-hmm. Like even when he had him, he had him in a hold and I could see the Miz's nose getting crunched upwards. Yes. Like the Miz had to kind of push his hand as much as he could He's and like, turn I his like head. My nose like don't break my nose. My Come face. on, man. Come I haven't on. had any of these injuries. Just, don't break my nose. I just got a knee show. Please. Please don't <laughs> break my nose. Um, so the Miz ended up getting the win because when he, when he got out, he grabbed some brass knuckles from Maurice. I watched everyone in the front row clutch their babies to their yeah. chests mm-hmm. as that was going on. Like, no, um, I loved it. But I she loved had no care for her own baby. She was just in the sleep in the little capsule beside. Was that baby actually there? Though? Probably not. Was it a know. fake baby? I thought. I thought she. I thought he was gonna throw the baby at him again, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be a great <laughs> way." <laughs> to wait, think. wait! Throw the fake baby at him, have him catch it, and then knock the Miz yes. out with it. Like use the oh, baby yeah, as I thought, a weapon. I, yeah, I thought the baby was gonna get like yeah, the fake baby thing was gonna be a thing again, but I guess not. <laughs> I would have loved that. That would have been like the just the glorious ending to that. But then as soon as that thing ended, I'm like, oh. Oh, it's going to be a Brie, Brian, yeah. Ms. Maurice thing, isn't and it? And Brie here again sounded just absolutely horrible. They both sounded like they were trying to memorize their lines instead of connecting with each other at mm-hmm. all. Not to be nitpicky, but I know like the WWE forces people to like read, but you would think that Daniel Bryan would have been allowed some leeway at this point in his career and her too. Like you would think they would be like the new day style where they could just be allowed Mm -hmm. to riff. So instead of this being a moment of I'm a wife and I'm comforting you and you know, hopefully these words help. It was both of them in their own scenes kind of not actually like listening to each other. Like Mm -hmm. she, he even got ice all on her forehead and hair when he threw it. It was just like, this was garbage. And it again, makes me not like either of these two people. But I like that she barely flinched. When she got in the face with ice cold water. She just was like, "Mm, flip, air flip. Um, Yeah, it's, I wonder if that was a last minute thing that maybe they didn't know was going to happen. Like the the skit, I mean. Because I saw before I came over here to record, I saw a clip from from SmackDown tonight where she does come out and confront them. So I'm wondering if they thought last minute, let's put the scene in here. Which they don't think they really needed. Which totally unnecessary unless, yeah. you know, the the some of the matches had run short and they had to fill time. But Yeah, because yeah, it just made it look like Daniel Bryan doesn't care about his wife. Sure. And that Brie just like comes and interrupts a man when he's angry and doesn't know what to say to comfort her man. Like it was just really, it just Again, made it look really it's written awkward. by writers who aren't writing for women. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So of course she's going to say beep, something beep, like beep, that. Beep, beep. I hear I am the robot, Brie. Be happy. I am a woman. <laughs> Be comforted. Here, Uba. Uba. Uba is the noise from Star Wars, everybody. Look it up. The birthing robot. Um, Dying of a broken heart. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so Corbin comes out. and wah, wah. It's, it's now funny to me. The music is so much better than it's ever been. Fit his The music fits his old character perfectly. Yeah. But now he's walking out in dress clothes. He looks like a manager at Applebee's. It, yes. Yes, he does. And he's coming out to that music. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. He's like, roar. Oh, hey, look at my vest, everybody. I'm not comfortable talking about my flair. <laughs> Um. Then, oh, surprise, Demon Finn! What a friggin' waste! What why did you do that? Waste. Yes, you know why they did it because it was at SummerSlam. The last time the Demon was at SummerSlam, he won the Universal mm-hmm. Title, and that's what they wanted us to think about. But instead, all anyone could think about was you finally brought the Demon back after almost a year, and it was for, for the Boren Constable. Corbin. Yeah, Boren <laughs> Corbin. <laughs> um. There, I, I did appreciate that uh, Finn kept sticking his tongue out, though. No, I didn't. It made me uncomfortable, though, and not sexually. I just mean, I, every time I, I looked at the screen, I was like, his tongue's going to get so dry. His tongue's probably so cold and dry right now. Oh, when he puts it back in his mouth, it's going to be so dry. I couldn't. I couldn't you stop. You have weird texture I issues. I know. I couldn't stop thinking about it the whole match. I was like, please put your tongue in. Please put your tongue in. And, you know, my boyfriend's Phrasing. taking it as I'm being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. because No, it's not that. Believe me. I'm uncomfortable before a different I'm way. uncomfortable because my I'm thinking of how uncomfortable my tongue would be <laughs> if it just had to be in the air for five minutes. So there was a sign in the crowd because I love trying to find like mm-hmm. the funniest crowd uh, sign for the night. And it said, I'm pretty sure it said Finn Balor too sweet. But on first viewing, I thought it said too short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, that's. Wait. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Baron Corbin was doing a great job selling fear, which he doesn't normally do. Mm-hmm. But because he actually felt fear. I think he felt fear because he was un- confused about his emotions. Sure. 
Finn yes. came out as the demon Cirque du Soleil of our dreams. Mm-hmm. Spider crawled around dick first all over the place. Yep. And Corbin was like, there's too much big dick energy. <laughs> I'm I terrified. Do I don't know. I, don't know. I, I took all my buttons off for, the, for this match and I... I just don't know I what to do with more flair. Me and more flair. <laughs> I whispered to the screen. I was like, all you got to do is get in the ring and keep your pants on. And my boyfriend's like, he's going to be able to do one of those things. <laughs> just keep your pants on and I you'll have, be fine. As Finn was making his way down, because I'm obviously not a Boren Corbin fan, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, if this is not a squash match, I'm turning it off. Yeah. And thankfully, it was it a was squash yes. match. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Great. Finn barely broke a sweat. He only had that nice beginning of a sheen sweat. Yes. He, he, what? I think they. I think they were like, you know what? This they didn't want to break the paint. Yeah. Oh, this, the paint was real, like like best paint maybe I've seen on him in a long time. As someone who wore face paint, so I actually wore makeup. I got eyeshadow and eyeliner because it lasts a lot better than the face paint. Mm-hmm. But the face paint comes off so easily, and yeah. you spend so much time. It took me longer to do my hair and makeup than most of my matches. Mm. So you want to look as pretty as possible yeah. for as long as possible. 40 seconds. Yeah. In and out. No, no must, no fuss. This was another match that was short but felt good. We've all felt good about it being yes. short. Mm-hmm. But I will just say the only other thing that nitpicky thing that bothers me about the demon is it's kind of hard for me to get excited about the demon king when the demon king does exactly the same stuff that Finn does. Right. Because I would love for the Demon King to have a different finish than normal yes. Finn. Just just that one little change would make it like, oh, this is why it's, you know, because they, the commentary team kept, team kept saying, oh, he prepared for Finn. He didn't prepare for the Demon King. Right. Except then the Demon King got in and wrestled exactly how Finn always wrestles. Yeah, so yeah. what? But he didn't have the face paint. Right. Yes. Face paint yes. very scar. I think, I think Tights and Fights, I think, tweeted, they're like, oh, yeah, it's plus 10. You know, he it's plus 10 <laughs> Demon paint. So, like, it's all your moves, but, like, bonus uh yeah i uh, yeah i think i think having and also again this is another thing because i don't it feels like they're not pushing the supernatural angle like they were doing before so now they're like oh psychological advantage which i think is a mistake Mm. um i think that lean into this stuff because we're already suspending our belief a lot so i don't mind like magic shit happening. they're so afraid of magic shit on wwe it's they used to build characters they used to be really good at building these characters and these champions that we could get behind. Shout out to the boogeyman. And now it's like they're so scared. They have the Bray Wyatt and they have the Demon King and they have these people who could have some creepy stuff going on. And they're like, mm, we ain't really down with that creepy shit. We don't want the SCC to get us for witchcraft. We're going to make Bray Wyatt wrestle the refrigerator. Uh. <laughs> good times uh, except not hey you know it was a weird match and i don't understand why it happened shutsuke versus jeff hardy for the united states championship fucking weird okay unpopular opinion i think jeff hardy's overrated hmm. yeah i think he's a spot at this monkey. point it's all he's ever been good at yeah. he can do and the crowd was has become so used to that performance by him that they were bored in this match. Yes. They I were so agree. bored and they popped for the first sent on and then they popped for the one outside and then the match was over and you're like, um, I'm bored now. Yeah. And I think it's also because there's like, there's nothing to invest in there. Like it seems like a, such a weird matchup. Um, I don't know. I know it's probably just a placeholder, placeholder until Orton can come in, which I would care even less about. Um, it's just weird. Shinsuke deserves better. Yes. So definitely. Sh- First things first, um, Shinsuke comes out and my boyfriend says, is that man wearing velvet pants? Um, And then I was back to the conversation tomorrow and a past guest of the show, Sharon and I are having about whether or not they were velour pants. They're definitely velour. Um, So I love these way better than his ugly fake leather pants or real leather pants. I love this look. Yeah. Jeff Hardy no-sold a lot of things that Shinsuke did. Which is what Jeff Hardy does. And it made Shinsuke look like a fool at various points because it wasn't no-selling in a way of like, I'm very strong. It's like he just threw a knee at your gut. Mm -hmm. We all are expecting that a knee to the gut is a very strong and powerful thing so then i was like well this is why shinsuke keeps kicking him in the face yeah Yeah. because it's the only thing he'll sell yeah and he was actually kicking him in the face yep you could just see that frustration just starting to build like shinsuke is very good at keeping his emotions under the surface and doing what he's supposed to do and just Just a little bit just a a little bit i'm just gonna kick you ever so slightly i'm gonna make you work for this Uh you will sell for me Mm -hmm. he had to and, and he had no choice so it was weird to watch that 
Uh, Shinsuke ended up retaining after Jeff broke his own neck on a swanton. Uh, he, he's actually fine, of course, yeah. but you know, I do love that idea. The only one who can beat Jeff Hardy is Jeff yeah. Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, well, I mean, he's managed to mess up his own career every other time. So. Do, do, do. Am I the only one creeped out by his doll eyes? No, um, no, it's I weird. haven't enjoyed that ever. I, it's fine. It's it is what I'm. I'm almost desensitized to it now. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, you're doing that weird thing again. Cool, cool. Um, I'm not looking forward to to Orton Jeff. I'm like, I'm so. Wait, that's where they're building. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so gonna skip that. It's gonna be a no sellathon. It's gonna be the fucking. Oh, speaking of and no really selling. bad stumps. <sighs> so speaking of no selling, Randy Orton comes out, walks to the ring, and then walks back and. <laughs> It was the dumbest shit ever. Grandpa Simpson walking into the right. restaurant, walking out. <laughs> it was again this the idea of intent. Everything you do should have an intent, and I don't think Randy gave a fuck enough to figure out what was the intent. And you know the shit eating grin as he grin as he walked out, but nobody was like swerved or fooled by it. But the minute he walked out, Jeff Hardy pops up and starts clapping. <laughs> And I was just like, Jeff, you were dead two seconds ago. <laughs> Please hold your neck and clap or something. He just pops right up. Yeah, good yeah, game, yeah, guys. Good, yeah. <laughs> Way to mix it up, guys. Um, uh, Ronda Alexa. For the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> there were a lot of exhales just then. My first thought, the WWE Glam Squad either hates Ronda Rousey. Or they just watch Black Swan. Oh, Black Swan looked better than that. I don't know if you noticed there was the I color. I said they did it well. Oh. They put bruise colors on her. It was the red. It was the green and the yellow. I think I now have a theory that Rhonda maybe asks for things and mm. they're just doing their best to accommodate uh. because the glam squad has never fucked up. I, the glam squad makes Ruby Riot look decent and no offense to Ruby Riot, but right. you know, she ain't cute. So she looked like my friend Peter Avalon. Oh. Uh, but they do they do their shit to her, and she does look cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I know they could make Rhonda have eyebrows. No, uh, why? Why? They were uh, like, let's put just eyebrows? all red on the, where the brows would be. Yeah. And the face that Alexa was looking at her with before the match, <laughs> I felt like was a reaction to her makeup. Like, what is that? It was my face, too, Alexa. Yeah, I was... It was it was a choice. Choices. It was a poor choice. Yeah. It was a poor choice. Um, I do like that Rhonda's gear matches now. I haven't mm-hmm. been watching in a while. I really was bothered if those of you who listen to the show remember, I didn't like her non-matching gear before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really into this gear matching. Um, um, it was a squash, which was, I guess, fine. I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't want to go through another extended period, uh, period with Alexa as champ, not because I don't like her, but because that's all we've been getting. Um, and uh, I wish Rhonda was a better person so I could be I behind she, her more. Here she is kissing her husband. Oh, that jack off. That's immediately like yeah. all we could think. We're like, Ugh, yeah. don't show her kissing. Ugh. She talked way too much in this match also. Mm. Um, that's a, a problem that I have when, uh, you, you know, the, the camera's catching it, but nobody in the crowd is catching it. And it's kind of weird. And she stumbled even, at least one point. She ran out of something to say and just started running. So it was super weird. At one point she said, are you sorry? And Alexa said, no. And I'm dying <laughs> laughing instead of taking this arm bar seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, Natty came out for hugs and then Nikki and Bree. And, you know, it was this kind of. Why so- were they there? I had theories that because the, the Bellas, I think, in their earlier promo had said something they were going to be in the audience to support her. And I'm like, right. I'm not a fan of the way Ronda's being booked. No, I no. enjoy her as a fighter. I en- sure one day she's going to be a decent wrestler, but she's not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I love Alexa's line of the overhyped rookie. That's sure. exactly what she is right now. Mm-hmm. So they brought her out. They're just, Urgh. it's just irking me on so many different levels for a lot of the things they're doing to the women's division right now. And I'm, I'm already planning in my head on how they're going to screw up the women's, the evolution pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. You know that they're just going to oh, do that. hundred percent. So to have her come out and just like literally kind of do a squash. And I love that Alexa is double jointed in that elbow for the yeah. break of the elbow. That looks spectacular. I was thinking that the Bella twins, when they come out to celebrate, they were going to heel turn on her. Cause why yeah. would you want someone who was not a wrestler as your champion? Mm-hmm. And especially when they fought their ass off to become women's wrestlers instead of the divas when they first started right. to come all this way, to do all this stuff, to have a great division, to have a locker room full of really competent, amazing female wrestlers. And you make this thing your champion. Like, 
Especially when she could only do her her very few moves yeah. over and over and over they again. They're doing a great job of hiding that she doesn't know how to wrestle yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> I just love the idea that we have someone who looks like Natty who is we're taking as as face right now. And then somebody looks like Becky and we want her to be again. I'm just like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Natty literally looks like, like a Natty's, super villain. Natty's always more fun as a heel. Oh, of course. Because they let you do more fun things when you're a heel than when you're a face. My theory is that uh, it's going to be Natalia versus Rhonda. Um, Gotta be. Because there's no, I, why would you keep bringing up? Oh, they're such good friends. They're such good friends. There's like right. no reason for you to of do course. that. That's, they're not that's even the doing a good job line. with their yeah. friendship though. The way they no. did with like Kevin Owens and Jericho. Like they aren't, I wish they would do uh, more of that stuff. The you know, do you remember? Yeah. It was so We knew it was good. coming and it was still heartbreaking. And it was still, and you were still totally invested in their friendship despite knowing that that betrayal was coming. You were like, I don't care. Give me more of this shit. Betrayal. Um, but then you've got Jericho and you've got Kevin Owens, right. like two spectacular dudes yeah. in their own right who can tell a story, who can sell whatever you throw at them. Yep. They would wrestle a paper bag and make it look fantastic. I like, would literally just show Natty tapes. Like, all right, Natty, when you get hit, crawl to the corner and let Rhonda wipe your nose with her shirt. Like, we could steal all their shit. It's been two years. All right, guys, <laughs> we're running low on time, so we're going to speed through Roman versus Brock, which I don't think is a problem with anybody. At last, our long national nightmare has ended. At last. Uh, uh, um, I really enjoyed Roman getting tricked into diving on Braun. Yeah, that was good. And then I really enjoyed Brock's just like, Side note, just get a beat up broad real quick. Yeah. My favorite part of this whole match, the chair slides. Yes, 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 yes. so good. <laughs> it's like that chair knew. It's like, this is what you get. This is what you get. Enjoy your new hat. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope it's a gift. I trust that it's a gift. It's got to be somewhere. Someone sent me that gift. <laughs> there was one other thing that I wanted. Uh, while, you're, while you're thinking, I yeah. saw one sign in the crowd. Uh, Reigns fears Brock Ollie. <laughs> so it was a picture of Brock Lesnar with broccoli as hair. <laughs> oh, shout out to that person. And then they were both getting booed. Yes. 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 Yeah. And the you both suck chant was fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I just, they, they had, a, they had the moment where they really could have turned this and, and made Roman a face and they missed it. And so now it just, now I, you know, it just took a minute and, um, like the people who were cheering were cheering because Brock's reign was over, not yes. because Roman won. Yep, 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 hundred percent. But then uh, on Raw yesterday, the the Shield legit reunited. So now he's getting you know more cheers because they always like him better in in, in the the Shield than they do on his own. So, so that's SummerSlam. Um, I pretty much enjoyed the show. I think it's too long because I always think the pay per views are too long. But that's not a knock against SummerSlam in general. Do you either of you have any other last thoughts on SummerSlam? Uh, I appreciated uh, that I, I uh, the matches were had a good pacing to them. Mm-hmm. They were they were all solid matches. It was not boring and or so so like the last one. And uh, yeah, I just I just want it to not be that long because I have a life and I want to lead it. Sure. No, you watch wrestling. You watch wrestling for eight hours. And then the next day you watch wrestling for three hours. And then the next day you watch it for two hours. Just mainline it into my brain like a Keanu Reeves <laughs> movie and from the nineties. That would be more convenient. Don't say that. WWE can hear you. Oh, no. (laughs) So I enjoyed the pay-per-view. I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, I didn't think there was any piss break matches. That's, you know, Elias, you walk out and go then if Mm -hmm. you're really busting to go because the pay-per-view is way too long. (laughs) You will need Uh, to pee. Mm -hmm. I have feelings about Ronda being the women's champ at the moment, but that's just my feelings for the women's division in general. Uh, Glad Brock Lesnar's reign of terror is over. Pun intended. (laughs) I kind of want Braun to be up there. I think they could have lots of fun with different things and I'm excited to see where they're going to take it. Yes, definitely. So that ends our show. Please donate $3 to ko-fi.com slash Sarah the Rebel for a shout out on our next episode. Also to help us keep the lights on, be sure to say what name you'd like us to shout out. You can find us on Twitter at Women Wrestling F. And promote the heck out of us if you like what you heard. T-Money, where can people find you? You can find me on the tweets and the Instagrams at Misfits Tomorrow. You cannot find Amy anywhere except on YouTube, and she gave you that information. And you can find me at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah as an H is God of the Bible intended, and we will see you next time. Talk about May Young Classic. May Young. Bye.